Hi guys, this is Gabby Lane, and today we are going to talk about plagiarism and what professors can do to prevent it in higher education. Generally, there is a lack of proper education on how to properly cite sources and, most importantly, why plagiarism is such a serious offense. Students in middle school and high school are often taught that citations are something that they will face in education, but not so much in their professions. Plagiarism can have serious consequences in college, no matter how serious the plagiarism was. Because plagiarism is viewed as such a serious offense, professors need to play a more active role in preventing plagiarism while limiting their definition of the word. Before I get ahead of myself, I want to start the podcast with a basic definition of plagiarism and what I believe educational institutions should consider plagiarism. Plagiarism is when one takes someone else's work in an attempt to pass it off as their own. Plagiarism, therefore, is always an intent to deceive. With this as a standard definition, plagiarism should only refer to the purchasing or stealing of a paper or full sections of someone else's work without giving credit. When a student incorrectly cites a source or does not include in-text citations but has a bibliography, this should not be considered plagiarism because it is not an attempt to deceive or pass off someone's work as their own. The article Rethinking the Relationship Between Plagiarism and Academic Integrity by Sandra Jameson and Rebecca Moore Howard goes more in-depth about this topic and even redefines plagiarism completely, as plagiarism is considered missteps in writing, like when the student gives credit to the author somewhere in the paper, either through a URL link or an incorrect citation, but does not cite correctly. However, the most severe forms of plagiarism that we consider, such as buying or stealing a paper, is considered cheating to them, as it is a matter of morals, which academic integrity implies. They argue that because American universities all have academic integrity codes, they should limit the scope of plagiarism to only include intentional acts of plagiarism. I agree with this argument, because unintentional plagiarism is not an intent to deceive, and many times it is the result of the student's education. However, many universities believe that unintentional plagiarism is just as serious as purchasing a paper that someone else wrote, when in reality this is an error in technique, and in many cases, a result of a lack of proper education. For example, St. Peter's University's Academic Integrity Code states that plagiarism is rarely the result of confusion or misunderstanding. This is a shared view in many schools, suggesting that students may face severe consequences just for a mistake. Similarly, according to Oxford University, under the regulations for examinations, intentional or reckless plagiarism is a disciplinary offense. Once again, this places students at risk of facing punishment though stealing someone's work was never their intent. Through my research about students' education on plagiarism, I found that many international students are at a disadvantage when attending American universities with such strict plagiarism rules. For example, countries such as China, Japan, and South Korea view research as universal knowledge and therefore do not require citations. Students in these countries are often taught that knowledge is for everyone and is not limited to just one person. In fact, professors in these countries may find citations disrespectful, as it suggests the student assumes the professor does not already know this information. This greatly differs from America's views on plagiarism, so when students come to this country, they may face consequences because they were unaware of America's rules. Similarly, students who were quickly taught about plagiarism in high school, or were barely taught at all, are at risk of facing consequences in universities that take all types of plagiarism seriously. Now that I've talked about the definition of plagiarism, I'm going to talk about why plagiarism is such a serious offense. Plagiarism is the act of stealing someone else's work, and this can literally be a legal issue. People have lost their jobs for plagiarism, and have even paid hefty fines or faced jail time. It can be seen as both theft and fraud. 
However, when students are being taught about plagiarism in school, teachers often skip over this vital part, so students are unaware of the severity of it and therefore think of it more as something they are required to do than an actual legal issue. Though this should be addressed when originally teaching plagiarism, professors, especially those who teach freshman courses, should still readdress this information as it is unfair to assume students were taught this. I wanted to get the opinion of someone who has dealt with plagiarism firsthand, so I interviewed Dr. John Jeb, a professor in the English department at the University of Delaware. He has kindly allowed me to read his responses as part of this podcast. When I first told Dr. Jeb about limiting the scope of plagiarism, he told me he has never considered incorrect citations or missing in-text citations plagiarism, but rather a problem with technique. He only considers plagiarism as an attempt to deceive by passing off someone else's work as one's own. I asked Dr. Jeb what he thinks professors could do to prevent plagiarism, and he said he believes professors can play a large role in this, and his biggest point was that professors should change their syllabi more often in order to prevent students from submitting previous students' work or from finding work online. He also said that freshman English professors, specifically, could incorporate exercises into their curriculum to raise consciousness about plagiarism. He said he personally does what he can to prevent unintentional plagiarism, but when it does happen, he meets with the student to go over what they did wrong and make sure they understand how to avoid the mistake in the future. I asked him his typical protocol after he suspects a student of plagiarism, and he says he sends it over to the student conduct and does not speak to the student, as plagiarism to him is offensive. He only sends a student's work to student conduct when he is completely sure plagiarism has occurred, and usually, he is able to suspect this when the student's work doesn't refer to their books or discussions from class. He will then investigate to see if this work has been taken from the internet. He said this is the most common form of plagiarism he encounters, and it happens more commonly in literature courses than in writing courses. In fact, he says it is surprisingly uncommon to run into plagiarism in writing courses, and he attributes this to the constantly changing syllabi. Dr. Jeb's input was incredibly helpful in my research because he is such an experienced professor who has dealt with student plagiarism. Thank you, Dr. Jeb. If universities truly wish to provide students with learning opportunities, they will take unintentional acts of plagiarism out of their academic honesty statements and will educate their students on the importance of proper citations. By labeling such mistakes as academic dishonesty and subjecting punishment for this, students are stripped of an important learning opportunity. For an honest mistake, they may face the potential of failing a class or even being expelled from their college, instead of being taught what they did wrong and how to avoid it in the future. When unintentional plagiarism arises, professors should keep the situation between themselves and the student instead of involving the school's disciplinary board. The professor should schedule a conference with the student when an assignment is submitted with unintentional plagiarism and can go over the correct rules of forming citations and in-text citations, along with how to properly include quotes. This can eliminate future confusion for the student so that they will not make these mistakes again. However, professors can acknowledge plagiarism in freshman English courses before assigning work so that students who are not properly taught in high school are able to avoid accidental plagiarism. As Dr. Jem mentioned, professors can first change their syllabi each year, as different assignments and readings prevent students from finding work online or asking previous students to send them their work. Similarly, professors teaching freshman courses that require multiple writing assignments should go over the importance of proper citations, along with the rules and resources to properly cite sources. If a student has failed to properly cite, but has provided their source either through providing a link to the URL or simply creating an incorrect citation, 
The professor should turn that into a learning lesson to ensure the student does not make that mistake again. This is not an act of plagiarism, but rather a problem with technique. It is largely up to the professor to provide their students with an accurate and useful education, and this requires eliminating the assumption that all students go into school knowing how to avoid plagiarism. Plagiarism is a very serious offense, but unfortunately, universities fail to acknowledge their students' previous education, which I think is unfair. What do you guys think? Let me know and join me again. Bye!